podcast, we're going to do a little bit of a debrief. We've just finished up the Teaching Music Online and Higher Ed live sessions for uh, that conference. And Brad and I are just going to talk a little bit about the overview anecdotally of what we were hearing and from the colleagues and presenters and uh, delegates, and as well as just kind of trying to get a global perspective of where do we think that um, teaching music online is right now and how it's about to you know move forward. So Brad, do you want to just start off? Where do you think that uh, you saw um, kind of the temperature levels of teaching music online? I think in the last podcast, we mentioned how many people came on board, you know, for the conference, but I just think the temperature is pretty good. Um, I was impressed that a lot of people, I suppose, COVID alone has forced them to rethink what they're doing. But there's a lot of people out there um, who are doing things and sometimes they're not doing a lot of things, but the things they're trying to do, you know, whether it's, for example, looking at, say, performance online and trying to work out issues Mm -hmm. there with latency or real-time performances. You know, there was some great stuff coming out of Scotland and obviously Italy, and then there was questions from America. To me, that's really important, and we keep working on that. The other side, to me, there was sort of two parts of what I observed. One was the, let's call it the sort of the practical implementation of the technology as teachers or the pedagogy side, but then there was also that sort of operational, let's call it, the technological side and I know um, you know we were talking to Martin yesterday he was saying about you know he used Ableton but the issue with schools and or institutions having access to the same equipment um, and we have different sort of scenarios playing out between institutions uh, where sometimes it's not just the technology it's actually the political ramifications between it which was interesting for me mm-hmm. and I think I suppose my takeaway from what I saw was that people are doing some really, really good and exciting and also collaborative things given the nature of, um, you know, of what they've got. And I suppose the one takeaway for me was it's technology and a lot of people, I think, whether it was purposefully or just as a side comment, said often it's inherently linked to the speed of the connection. Um, I think yeah. it was uh, Ben in Scotland. As he was there, he was holding up his uh, land cord and saying, this is what I plugged in for reliability because <laughs> I can't trust the, the wireless. And I think until that is perfect, um, you yeah. know, the speed factor, um, it was really interesting. But I, I think the temperature is pretty good. What about yourself? You know, I think that um, it really helped me understand even more so, and of course this is just anecdotally, um, that there is a global desire for us to have available music classes in the online space in higher ed. And I don't think that that means that all of the conservatoriums or um, schools of music need to go fully online in their programs, but I think that it's showing that there's an interest that uh, educators are able to teach in the online space, and we know that students, uh, from what we have talked together about, um, that our students have actually enjoyed it, and for the most part, and that there's certain classes that actually fit really well to that online space. And so I think that we're going to, you know, of course, we can't predict the future, but I think that we're going to be seeing some um, some changes happening to some of these the schools of music in uh, what they're offering for classes, and that there's going to be a lot more um, risk-taking 
shall we say, in that um, in that space of what can be taught online. And you know, Martin, you, we keep mentioning Martin and uh, from New Zealand and. And just the fact that, you know, with Ableton Live and there's such an interest in um, using technology for creating music. And it's true, it's not going to be totally that typical Western uh, style of classical music. And so we're, I think the whole COVID-19 shift for teaching music has given us an open door to re-examine curriculum that is happening in higher ed music as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and look, I mean, one of the things I, I mean, I've got, we got some feedback, as you know, and different bits, of, but even in the informal stuff one of the things I seemed to observe was that you know a lot of people I think Carol um, you know sort of like they've just replaced their teaching with a virtual world because of the necessity to do so and you talked about that in your your keynote yeah, that emergency remote emergency learning. remote but you know what I'm sensing here in some of the comments is that yes they'd been teaching online and probably just by sort of almost default they were using to zoom in a certain way and a lot of the stuff I've I observed and I've sort of I suppose thought about yesterday and seems to have come through in discussions was that the way we modeled the conference as in we had breakouts I had them we had them doing real-time activities Um, Mm -hmm. there was you had a breakout and we came back in then we pushed them onto different things some people hadn't thought of doing that and I suppose sometimes as teachers we just assume everyone's doing the same thing because they're they're all doing it but I think for some people we can use the tool or the the software in one way and I think for a lot of people it sounds like and a takeaway for me would be that the just the way we demonstrated things but also they've gone away not just with new technologies it's more or less I can use the same technology but I can use it in very different and very sort of specific ways, maybe in performance, but if I'm doing a, a task, a listening task, or I'm doing a breakout with 20 kids in an ensemble, they've got some ideas. And that, to me, was one of the big takeaways, I think, that was probably a, an, an aside to all the other stuff we did around research and around emerging things that are coming out of different projects. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the exciting things for me was hearing that people um, in the conference went, oh yeah, I re- I used breakout rooms for my teaching. What I did was I actually got my students to break into, you know, twos and they actually did some critical um, playing or one person played, another person was a critical friend and learned how learned how to give good critical feedback. You know, so what, because we were giving them opportunities to try out the virtual space and go be sucked into that um, vortex of Zoom into the breakout rooms. Still looking for a name to call that uh, experience, though. Um, but, you know, they, they were reminded of how they used uh, breakout rooms in their teaching, how students really appreciated that, and how it can um, be changed and um modeled I guess for doing other activities as well Mm. you know you even showed how you change camera angles for your um for when you're teaching and um doing private lessons and the opportunity of two cameras and what that does and the difference in your mic position different things like that that were just critical items Mm -hmm. and look one of the things I mean I picked up here in a, a comment too was the fact that you know, one of our delegates has said there was much value in, in experience the medium that was the focus of the conference. Now, I know we were doing an online conference, but I think perhaps the fact it was sort of walking the talk, so to speak, we were actually doing it 
It wasn't, I mean, not that a real conference in the conservatory wouldn't have been terrific, but I think in some ways they actually, they sort of lived through a, a real online virtual space for over 10 hours of stuff and they they took that on board and now they know what that feels like as well. And they know, I think they probably get a greater sense of not just what it's like to deliver it, but also they get an idea maybe there is a lot of preparation that goes into that so to teach well like anyone knows it's not just a case of getting up yes we can rely on a bit of that experience but you still have to know what you're going to do and have thought about it because as Mm -hmm. you and I know I think was in my session yesterday Carol when I had problems with um, something that had gone wrong one of the links I used you dropped in it's a bit like team teaching um because we do it that's what we do and I think that's the beauty of it people realize that there's different ways but also um, we can support each other it's not meant to be one one upping it's meant to be a collective sharing absolutely it's that togetherness it's that community and I think that we were able to move that forward even in the uh, discussion network section uh, session or section part of me in the LMS that you could see that that was starting to develop and that's another interesting thing that reminds me um, I'm gonna need to uh, dash here and go into that area and do some responses in that section so um I'm looking forward to hearing and talking more to people in that area and uh, as we're continuing to wrap up the conference. Exactly. And we really encourage people to do that. And hopefully, I think just the final thing that take away from me is I think we've got a fantastic opportunity now to develop these connections further and um, people can come back to us, even people who are listening to this podcast and maybe aren't um, or weren't part of the conference because they didn't know about it. There's no reason they can't look up you or I at um, Melbourne Uni um, and have a look or even have a look at the conference site now and um, see if they want to come along and maybe join us or share some of their opportunities to research or to teach because I think that's part of what we've created. Absolutely. So I'm just going to do that little plug of teaching music online and higher for uh, the website. People can come in and check that out. They can also go through the Twitter feed that uh, we had for hashtag T m-o-h-e and uh, see all of the good stuff that was happening in there and even retweet or connect up with um, some of those that have been tweeting about the conference and uh, all the good stuff there 